the show it's a very it's a sad um it's a somber day a very sad sad somber day and maybe some of you have heard the news and maybe some of you haven't um but if you haven't well um i hate i hate to be the bearer of of terrible news but um I'm just kidding. Teddy Hart is back. Teddy Hart is back. Our hearts uh, sail and rejoice because Teddy Hart is back. Teddy Hart is back, ladies and gentlemen. It's a glorious day uh, for the hashtag WrestleCast Nation. You are listening to Ring of Tyranny. Um, I am your host, Alan Johns, and this is the only hashtag WrestleCast in the hashtag WrestleCast Nation. Hosted by an ex-truth teller such as myself, we, we would like to welcome you to the show. If you're new to the show, uh, welcome. If you're if you're not new to the show, well, welcome back. And uh, if you're new to the show and um, you you want to know a little bit about the show, well, I suggest you go back to uh, to the 40 or so episodes that constitute season one of the show and listen to that. You can hear all about our our trials and tribulations and uh, space alien interferences and uh, everything in between. So go on back to there and check it out. Um, we this this here is season two. We are moving forward, folks, and this is season two. And in season two, we're all about looking through the junk to find the treasure. And uh, we're finding some treasure here. Let me tell you something. MLW Fusion has been on fire the past couple weeks, and we are going to cover that uh, for you as we know you're coming here for the very best in professional wrestling uh, news and opinion. So we are not going to disappoint. we got uh, some Fight for the Fallen uh, reviews for you. we got a little bit of a WWE Raw review. Uh, about five minutes of WWE that we watched this week. We're no longer watching WWE anymore. We've moved on a little bit from that. We're not getting paid to watch 20 hours of wrestling a week. Uh, This is uh, basically an MLW exclusive show. uh, And as I said before, if you'd like to familiarize yourself with the mechanics of why this show is an MLW exclusive show, well, you can go back and listen to the 40 or so episodes that constitute season one of this show and familiarize yourself with the show. Why not? Why not? You want to be a fan of this show? You can also go to uh, www.patreon.com slash ringoftyranny. That's R-I-N-G-O-F-T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y. Become a patron of this show along with our beloved patron, Bid. Uh, we got some new segments. Like I said, this is Season 2 of Ring of Tyranny. Welcome to Season 2. We've got some new segments uh, coming soon. Coming soon. We've got some new segments on this show that we're going to try out here. Um, see how that goes. Uh, but, uh, you know, for, uh, well, uh, first of all, uh, the new segments uh, coming. We have a segment uh, with the brother of our executive producer, Bernie Prezito, who works tirelessly to bring you this show. His brother, Donnie Prezito, is going to have a new segment soon. We're going to give him a chance, uh, another chance. He had a chance back in season one, and as I said, if you want to, if you want to hear those chances that he had, and and um, you know, as we know now, uh, completely, completely flubbed and screwed up, and got his segment canceled. Uh, you can go back and listen to the forty-year episode episodes that constitute season one of the show but we got donnie donnie's gonna come back uh, no longer reviewing music he's gonna be doing kind of a fitness segment i think he's been trying to he was kind of hurt when we kicked him off the show so he's been he's been kind of working out trying to get into shape trying to make something out of himself and uh, he's got what what's his what's his segment called bernie donnie's uh donnie's cut cave 
it's your brother, uh, Donnie's Cut Cave, his the Pumpin' Patch, something like that. Did he say it was called the Pumpin' Patch? Uh, Iron Iron Island is something like that. Anyway, we got some other segments for you. We got a we got a segment tonight for you that we're going to be, be premiering. It's the Hashtag WrestleCast Nation Salute segment, um, and we're going to be reviewing a uh, very um, that segment. Basically, we review a favorite WrestleCast of of mine, uh, kind of showing some love to the hashtag WrestleCast Nation, of which we are a citizen. Of which uh, I would imagine you are a at least a. What a, 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 a an onlooker, a tourist of some sort, but I am a citizen. I am a card-carrying citizen of the WrestleCast Nation. So tonight, we are given back with the hashtag WrestleCast Nation. Salute! And we're going to be showing showing another WrestleCast, a, a, a neighbor WrestleCast, some love. This, however, is Ring of Tyranny, the hashtag WrestleCast of the hashtag WrestleCast Nation, bringing you the very best in professional wrestling news and opinion. Um, and, uh, you know... Uh, it's been kind of a quiet week, uh, as far as, you know, normally when, when this show starts, I've got some, some, uh, things to cover, some, some, uh, interfering, uh, nuisances, space aliens, this and that, uh, WWE Extreme Rules, of course, was this past weekend, and lo and behold, uh, it was yet another pay-per-view, um, well, uh, it was another network special that, Dweebus, uh, the space alien who has interfered with this show. If you want to familiarize yourself with Dweebus, you could listen to the 40 or, episode, 40 or so episodes that constitute season one of this show. Um, you know, quick capsule review. He is a space alien that interfered with my previous truth-telling operation. This is no longer a truth-telling operation, but he did take away my voice. He is a space alien that has uh, posed as a skinhead, that has sent us fake emails, that has interfered with this show and demanded that we cover WWE. Uh, when my voice came back, I returned to broadcasting because I'm a born broadcaster. I've got it in my blood. I'm a third-generation broadcaster, first-generation podcaster, and Dweebus um, has let me keep podcasting uh, because I was talking about WWE, uh, but I haven't been covering WWE because it's about a million hours a week and I don't have time to watch it, and uh, for some reason, though, Dweebus has... Uh, not really, uh, been bothering us. Uh, we also, uh, have not heard from our patron bid, uh, TEC bid. He is our one patron. You could become our, uh, you could become a patron if you want to go to www.patreon.com slash ring of tyranny. That's R-I-N-G-O-F-T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y. Uh, you could become a patron along with our beloved patron bid. He is our, our only patron currently, um, but he, and he, he is also a Dweebus fan, a uh, self-professed Dweebus fan for some reason. Uh, last we heard, he was in the hospital, and uh, uh, he claims that's because I called the Pentagon Earth Experience a, a bunch of wackadoos, and they thought he's, I said wackadoo, so they whacked uh, that dude, uh, T-E-C-B-E-D, who is our only patron, Um you know, if you like this show, you can go to patreon.com slash ring of tyranny. That's R-I-N-G-O-F-T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y and, and become our second or our third, even our fourth patron. But uh, right now, uh, TEC bid, he is our lone patron, and we do hope he's doing okay, but we haven't heard from him in a while. Uh, so, um, you know, uh, we do have the, the uh, bid song. Um, so... Well, Bernie, why don't you play the song? Why don't you play the song for bid? Uh, because he is very special to us, uh... Where are you? Are you loading it up? Where is it? Where's that song? Got it? Go ahead. T E C bed. Thank you for your bed. T E C bed. Thank you for your bed. 
You commented, but you made history with um, Alan and Bertie. So thank you, patron. Our first patron. <laughs> so that was the song uh, for our patron, T.E.C. Beard, uh, with the X-Men avatar uh, as his logo. I've never met, met the man. Um, but he does say he is a fan of Dweebus for whatever reason. Um, I'm not going to delve too far into it. I'm not going to question his motives too much this week. Uh, he is our patron, and we do hope he's doing okay. Hey, TECBed, why don't you send us a letter? Send us a little update on your situation. Let us know you're doing okay. And um, if you, the listener, want to let us know uh, how you're doing, want to give us some questions, comments, we do appreciate it. Uh, you can send those to ringoftyranny at gmail.com. That's R-I-N-G-O-F-T-Y-R. A-N-N-Y at gmail.com. Go ahead and send us those questions and comments. Uh, surprisingly, we haven't haven't had a whole lot this past week. Uh, normally, we have a segment here called the Mail Bucket segment. Um, but it's been quit, pretty quiet on, on the Western Front. All quiet on the Western Front. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, well, um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's funny. Uh, anyway, uh, it's, kind of, it's kind of disconcerting. Uh, we had at least... Before, some of you were sending in those emails where you'd imitate um, Dweebus, the space alien, who, of course, himself has imitated uh, multiple things. Um, you know, he's, he's also taken the names of, of, of impact wrestlers because uh, he does not have the ability to Google. Um, you know, if you listen to the show, you know all about that. Uh, but we didn't even get any emails from any Dweebus imitators this week. We have no uh, earth shape um you know, Earthshape advocates, we would normally we get emails from your flat earthers and your round earthers and your square and your pentagon and your triangle and your hexagon, octagon, all kinds of shape, earth shapes, earth shape believers. Uh, but we didn't even get any emails from them. We didn't get anybody uh, imitating people that have imitated uh, space aliens, imitated impact wrestlers. We didn't, even, we didn't get any emails from people imitating people that have imitated um, past presidents and, and, and good uh, historical figures. We didn't get one email. So if you want to send us an email, uh, that'd be great. Um, you know, I'll answer it on. on we'll, we'll read the email out. Um, we uh, we appreciate uh, the comments, questions. If you want to be a patron as well, uh, you can head on over to patreon.com slash ringoftyranny and, and uh, help us out there. Um, you know, I'm having to help out here at the organic farming operation. My daughter uh, runs somewhere in Texas. I'd rather not be specific. And uh, if you would like some extra content throughout the week, uh, you can just go ahead and Donate on Patreon. Uh, Patreon. Uh, you can uh, go donate along with Mr. TEC Bid there. Um, and so, uh, with that, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I've got. So, um, I guess uh, we'll hand it over to uh, our executive uh, producer, Bernie Prezito, here. Um, that's, uh, yeah, that's all that's really going on here at Ring of, of Tyranny Industries. So, our executive producer, Bernie Prezito, works tirelessly to bring you this show as a movie review segment. Um, I believe, I don't know if he's, uh, I believe he's he's uh, knee-deep in the Mark Wahlberg filmography review series that he's been working on. So, um, all right, let's, uh, let's listen to a review of a, of, a, of a fancy Mark Wahlberg movie. How does that sound? Uh, sounds... Okay, you're right. I mean, uh, that, I don't know. Here, so here he is uh, with the segment, Bernie's Pick Flex. Thanks, Alan. 
And welcome everyone to Bernie's Flick Packs. Um, this week on the segment on the show, we're still taking a little break from the Mark Wahlberg filmography review series. Unfortunately, uh, I did not have enough CBD oil on hand to uh, withstand another Mark Wahlberg film this week. So uh, I did uh, actually end up watching all five seasons of the show Southland. Um, this is like from like 2009 to 2012. It started on NBC, I guess, and then it got canceled, and it was on TNT. Um, it's like a, it's like a show about some cops in LA, hence the title Southland. Sometimes LA is referred to as Southland, and if you look at the DVD covers, um, LA is kind of in bold in the Southland name of the show. But I watched this on Hulu, and I think it's still there. If you want to watch Southland on Hulu, it's got like Ben McKenzie and um, the guy from That Thing You Do is in a couple seasons and it's just like a collection of cops in LA. Pretty harsh uh, little show here and there. Some brutal stuff. A lot of ups and downs, but overall it's uh, hits close to home. You know, it can sometimes get a little ridiculous, but you're following these cops through their days as they try to make decisions that are good and sometimes they make decisions that are bad and sometimes people make decisions that get them in big trouble or even dead but overall um it's a pretty crazy show uh it got pretty intense to the point where i wished i had some cbd oil but yeah um overall fantastic work i'm a little surprised it got canceled but if you got some if you're looking for a cool show to get into and you like good stuff my recommendation is southland um which is probably still on hulu as far as i know so um i give it five cops out of five um and check it out back to you alan well, thank you, Bernie, for that review of, uh, of Southland. Uh, I have seen the show. Did you get that I, I, off of my Hulu password? I, I, I guess maybe you saw that in my recently watched. Um, that's a great show. I love that show. Uh, it's a fantastic show. My sister recommended that show. I don't know. I have, um, when I ran out, though, I had to find another show. Uh, the one I've been working on now is uh, a little bit of that uh, Chicago PD. Have you ever seen uh, Chicago PD? It's, um... Not not quite as good. In fact, um, I'd say it's pretty pretty terrible uh, compared to, to, to the Southland. But um, Chicago PD uh, will uh, help you pass the time, and it's kind of you won't uh, you'll be able to turn off your brain for a little bit. So if you're you know uh, Southland is actually uh, is actually an excellent show. But if you're looking to um, kind of turn off your brain uh, so it's not functioning for a little bit so you can kind of tune out uh, thoughts and the world and anything of importance, anything that matters really in this universe. Um, I recommend uh, Dick Wolf's uh, Chicago PD. So if you've never seen that, Bernie, maybe fire up the, the CBD and get even even further out, out of, out of uh, sorts. Uh, you know, take give your mind a little rest and watch some, some Chicago PD. Yeah. Uh, and uh, with that, I guess um, 
there's a little bit of wrestling this week that we can cover, so uh, let's talk about this week in wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) So this week started with uh, another AEW pay-per-view that is, of course, all elite wrestling. Um, The fight for the fallen that was free on Bleacher Report Live, and uh, well, folks, I hope I'm not uh, disappointing you too much, and I hate to be uh, a, a bit of a downer here. But I'm going to call this, uh, I'm going to rename this pay-per-view, The Fight for the Fallen Asleep, in parentheses, The Fight for the Fallen Asleep. I hope that's not too harsh. I'm fully aware that uh, Cody and the Bucks and Kenny Omega could beat my butt blue. I'm fully aware that I'm giving a bad rating to a show that featured some of my favorite wrestlers, uh, the Lucha Brothers to be exact, uh, Dustin Rhodes. Um, SCU was there. There was there was some good stuff. Okay, it wasn't the worst uh, that I've ever seen. And of course, I didn't watch Extreme Rules, so I don't know if that was better or worse. And you know, there's a little bit of a theory that I could ascribe to, perhaps that uh, these events being held outside is never necessarily the way uh, that you want to go. But I uh, am going to give uh, this this one a little bit of a lower rating because um, I was falling asleep. Let's I'm just going to be honest here. Uh, came in uh, at about 8.30 p.m. and caught uh, just in time uh, for the Lucha Brothers versus SCU match. Uh, we had SCU come out and warm up the crowd and uh, the Lucha Brothers, of course, you know, Pentagon Jr., scary as ever. They've got some new entrance gear. They look great. This match was was pretty great. It looked like uh, Ray Phoenix was getting a little frustrated uh, with a couple spots there that, uh, you know, I I really don't know what happened, but he was, he was uh, well, he whacked Frankie Kazarian pretty good uh, a couple times, but you had Chris Daniels out there and a Scorpio Sky. They lost uh, to the Lucha Brothers, who after the match, um, uh, challenged the Young Bucks to a ladder match at uh, All Out, which which should be great. Um, but this, you know, uh, to be fair, um, Pentagon Jr. Uh, is the form that Skinner likes to take in my nightmares. He has admitted, of course, uh, excuse me, Dweebus. We're calling him Dweebus now. But he has admitted, of course, to taking on the visage of Pentagon Jr. in order to haunt my nightmares and uh, drive me crazy. And, and it does. So I, I, I will admit that I get a little uh, a little uneasy when Pentagon Jr. is on the screen, but um, that be that as it may, I, I'm still fully aware that he is a fantastic wrestler, that the Lucha Brothers are probably, as they say, the best tag team in the universe. That's not just a claim. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to go so far as to say that's a fact. I, I can't think of a better tag team in the universe, not in my opinion. One of the few uh, uh, wrestling... Um, uh, wrestlers that I have a a shirt, a t-shirt of, uh, but um, that was kind of the highlight. I uh, did not enjoy the Kenny Omega match uh, with a, who was, I don't don't even know who the Japanese wrestler was. I am a quote-unquote a wrestling poser, as you might refer to, especially when it comes to this AEW stuff, but I've been following along with the um, being the elite and the road to nothing or double, uh, and I did enjoy those, but um, I enjoyed Fighter Fest a little more than this. Uh, watching Darby Allen, John Moxley, kind of throw it around out there. Uh, people, it, it seemed like the um, the wrestlers were a little off here at uh, Fight for the Fallen. I don't know if it's because they were outside. I did think the amphitheater that they were performing in was pretty interesting. Apparently designed by Tony Khan himself. 
But uh, my review of the show was sleepy, sleepy. It made me sleepy. Fight for the Fallen Asleep. Uh, Chris Jericho came out at one point and uh, um, uh, gave uh, Hangman Adam Page uh, the Judas Effect, which was an elbow to the eye. Looked like he busted his eye pretty good there. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was that was pretty much the show. You had the match with Cody and Dustin versus the Young Bucks, and it was a pretty good match, but... Um, you know, I, I just didn't really, I didn't really know what was going on. I, I guess maybe, well, I think I did watch Being the Elite. Anyway, uh, you know, they can't all be winners. And uh, this was uh, felt even kind of long from where I was standing, maybe cutting it down to two hours. It was a good thing that they did, trying to raise money for the victims of gun violence. I understand that they did, in fact, raise some money for the victims of gun violence, and that is, of course, a good thing that I cannot argue with. But overall, uh, this show in particular was not uh, as entertaining as I thought it was going to be. So I, my review of Fight for the Fallen was sleep. Uh, Fight for the Fallen asleep. If you're if you if you're a big fan of AEW. You should probably watch it. Regardless, um, I could probably watch the first half and see if that improves my my opinion. But from what I read online, I probably wouldn't. Anyway, I'm looking forward to All Out. Uh, my prediction, uh, big prediction I've got coming for All Out. A big, big spoiler, because I'm pretty sure um, I'm going to be right this time about it. But I will reveal that next week. So t- stay tuned next week uh, for... My big spoiler, big all-out spoiler, uh, Russell Spiracy that's coming next week. Anyway, um, WWE, I did in fact catch five minutes or so of WWE this week uh, on WWE Raw last night. I turned it on a bit of a ways into the show, and what do you know? Uh, Bray Wyatt showed up in the ring holding on to Finn Balor. He is returning. Of course, uh, Bray Wyatt kind of left off that feud when he got meningitis, uh, along with Roman Reigns and a couple others at TLC a couple years ago. And it looks like he's back back uh, to his feud with Finn Balor, where he left off. He showed up uh, in the scary mask last night uh, as the Fiend and gave Finn Balor the sister Abigail. So that is very exciting. Bray Wyatt uh, with the... the Firefly Funhouse uh, segments has finally showed up in the ring, and I guess this is the way he's going to be now, and it is terrifying. Um, So that was the WWE for this week. Sorry, Dweebus. And uh, what did we watch? Well, MLW Fusion. Hey, uh, I've said it for weeks now. MLW Fusion is the only show we fully follow on this show. Um, This was uh, MLW uh, number 66, MLW Fusion number 66. It was a fantastic episode. A lot of stuff happened in this episode. You should go watch this episode. You should go watch all the episodes of the show. This is the best wrestling show on TV. It's only an hour a week, so how can you argue with that? It's even shorter than Fight for the Fallen. It's shorter than Fighter Fest. It's shorter than WWE Raw, of course. WWE SmackDown. It's shorter than all that stuff. Maybe not WWE NXT, but it's better than that. Um, you started off the show with Ace Austin getting a rematch against the Airwolf, uh, Luchador, and, uh, in this rematch, Ace Austin won it back from Airwolf, kind of, uh, kind of cheated a little bit there, but he got it back. Uh, then we saw Selena De La Renta, um, Mance Warner, Mance Warner was calling Selena De La Renta, and he said he stole her golden ticket. Now, I don't remember what the golden ticket is. I think it is a, uh, match, a ticket for a match. Later, a championship match, and Selena De La Renta was freaking out and sent Ricky Martinez to find Mance Warner. Later on in the, sh- in the show, Ricky calls her back, and Mance Warner kind of sneaks up on him. And then later in the show, Mance Warner shows up and beats up the El Hijo de L.A. Park while he locks L.A. Park out. He whacks El Hijo de L.A. Park in the face with the chain wrapped around his fist, beats him up. So Mance Warner's uh, really sticking it to the promociones Dorado, and that's where uh, that story's going, you know, 
pretty good stuff. Loki came out uh, to take on Ariel Dominguez, and he knocked him out with one kick. Knocked him out with one kick, and the entire arena in, Ch- in Chicago, I believe they were in Chicago, was chanting, Loki, Loki. And uh, yeah, that was pretty good, pretty good. So I guess Loki is back on the scene now that Tom Lawler lost the belt to Jacob Fatu. I'm not sure. Maybe he's going to go after Fatu. Maybe Loki's the guy that has a chance against Fatu. But that uh, was that. The big, the big thing in this episode was the ladder match for the tag team titles between the Dynasty, uh, Richard Holiday, and MJF versus uh, the Hart Foundation, represented by Teddy Hart, who is back, uh, thank the Lord, and uh, Brian Pillman Jr., they took on the Dynasty for the belts. Uh, this was a ladder match, so MJF, apparently very scared of heights, uh, was kind of too scared to climb the ladder and claim his belt. Now, uh, before this, uh, we saw, we saw um, you know, favorite of the show uh we saw the dynasty hanging out by the pool getting a tan uh richard holiday mjf and favorite of the show um yeah they were all they were all hanging out there and hammerstone wanted to know why they weren't getting tans and there's it looks like the dynasty is on a little bit of a shaky ground but so they go into this match and uh, MJF and Richard Holiday are representing the dynasty. Um, uh, MJF's uh, girlfriend uh, was there, Aria Blank. Uh, Aria Blake, uh, she was there, um, and MJF was too scared to climb the ladder, so he made Aria Blake climb the ladder to get the belts, and she didn't get the belts. It didn't work. She didn't get the belts. Um, She got knocked off the ladder. Um, She... uh, uh, failed, and uh, after that, we had, it was just a crazy match, you gotta go watch this match, you had Teddy Hart did a double uh, pile driver, and a DDT through the ropes on uh, MJF and Richard Holiday. it was amazing, he did a crazy, kind of spinning around um, uh, MJF's body, and did a sunset flip the canadian destroyer uh, it was insane he did a flip that he they flipped mjf through a freaking table and then davy boy smith came out uh because hammerstone showed up and was kind of causing trouble around the outside of the ring davy boy smith showed up tried to power slam hammerstone through a table and just plopped the guy on the table it didn't break it was insane and uh it was a brutal match Tough stuff. One of the best matches I've seen in a while. I'm not just saying that because Teddy Hart is my favorite wrestler. Maybe I am. But uh, you should go watch it. I'm not going to spoil it for you. But let's just say uh, the Dynasty are now the tag champs. So we're going to see it in the next few weeks if uh, the Hart Foundation can get that back. Uh, With that, I want to head on to another segment that we're going to do here. And uh, this is going to be a a little bit of a a shorter segment. This is going to be the... Hashtag WrestleCast Nation salute. Hashtag WrestleCast Nation salute. So, on um, hashtag WrestleCast Nation salute, this is just a, a short little segment where we give some words of, uh, of support, of kindness to our neighbors in the hashtag WrestleCast Nation that we appreciate. I, of course, am a WrestleCast fan uh, myself, and this week we will re- be reviewing the very popular WrestleCast, uh, Cornette's Drive-Thru. This is Jim Cornette's uh, podcast that he does every week where he, he normally just answers uh, questions from a mailbag. Um, it's a great one if, if you're looking for old wisdom of the old south jim Cornette, of course fountain of wisdom uh from old southern wrestling he's been around forever he was a manager of the rock and roll express the midnight express he went to wwe he was a manager there he's a heel manager uh, for a long time and he's been in creative at wwe at impact at ring of honor and now he's uh he's on our our favorite show he's the he's the announcer on our favorite show mlw fusion 
and uh, he's doing great, but he also has podcasts you can listen to every week and get on iTunes, Stitcher, I, I think, on all those. Uh, the recent episode, uh, he actually wasn't there. I assume he was doing some MLW stuff, um, and uh, this was a three, kind of a, uh, it was kind of a long episode, two and a half hours, but they had recently done a three-part um, re retread or what would you say? Well, Jim Cornette uh, was interviewed for a documentary for Vice for Viceland uh, about the Montreal Screwjob, where, of course, uh, Vince McMahon famously took the belt, uh, the WWE Championship belt, from Bret Hart, uh, Bret the Hitman Hart, because he wouldn't give it to Shawn Michaels before he was going to WCW, or that's at least what he was saying. And uh, Jim Cornette got into it, and so they were... Jim Cornette was going over everything he knew about the Montreal Screwjob, and this spanned three episodes of the Cornette's drive-thru, and the previous episode this week goes uh, through the best of those episodes, including a conversation he had with Dave Meltzer about it. It's fantastic. Uh, it's a great introduction to the show. Yeah, if you haven't listened to it, uh, Cornette's drive-thru, already one of the top WrestleCasts of the WrestleCast Nation that uh, you could listen to. So... He is a fellow citizen of the hashtag WrestleCast Nation, a uh, Cornette's drive through We here at Ring of Tyranny salute you. Thank you for your service. Um, with that, uh, we have our, our final segment of the show, and that is the Pod Championships of the Week. We're going to hand these out here. Uh, the Pod Champion of the Week, well, it's Teddy Hart. I mean, go watch this ladder match, and you'll see why he's the pod champion of the week every week. Then he's on MLW Fusion. This week's no different. Teddy Hart is the pod champion. Pod women's champion of the week is Selena De La Renta. She did everything she could to hold on to that golden ticket, but Mance Warner uh, was too tricky. Don't believe the accent and the looks. He was he tricked her right out of it. Not her fault. Uh, honorable mention to Arya Blake, but she didn't grab that belt. She got knocked off the ladder, and... And the pod match of the week, obviously, the ladder match for the Tag Team Championships on MLW Fusion. If you don't watch it, you don't like wrestling. So get to it, buddy. Good night. Thank you for listening to Ring of Tyranny, the only WrestleCast in the hashtag WrestleCast Nation, hosted by an ex-truth teller such as Alan Johns. Uh, we thank you for listening. We apologize for the alien interference. If you want to support the show, you know, um, maybe up the production budget so we can do things like uh, edit in time or even maybe bring you more episodes, uh, more uh, shows during the week in the future if possible, or maybe even just kind of a little budget to help fight uh space alien interference which as you know is a problem with this show send us an email ring of tyranny at jmail.com or go to patreon.com slash ring of tyranny to support and alan wants you all to know he loves his little warriors so thanks for listening to the show and good night <laughs> <laughs>